Police officer pays 15-year-old girl for sex and later robs her at gunpoint. Another police officer is being accused of a heinous crime. Chekwamika Ekwana is the latest officer to face jail time after he allegedly had sex with a minor and robbed her of money. According to reports by the Washington Post, Ekwana worked for the Metropolitan Police Department near Washington, D.C., The 27-year-old police officer allegedly met his victim on a social media app tagged. While speaking with the minor, Ekwana offered the 15-year-old girl $80 in exchange for sex. In early January, Ekwana met the teen at Quarterfield Crossing Apartments in Glen Burnie, Maryland. At some point, the two engaged in sexual intercourse, but following the sex, Iguana pointed a gun at the teenage girl and demanded that she give him the money back. The victim gave him the money back and left. She eventually told authorities about her sexual encounter and being robbed by Iguana. Three months following the alleged robbery, Iguana was finally arrested. The incident is the latest in police-involved crime that continues to take place across the nation. Iguana should not have been given the chance to become an officer. Ekwana and his father were once accused of beating a man while they worked as correctional officers. The city awarded the inmate $20,000. Ekwana has since been charged with armed robbery, assault, prostitution, and two counts of third-degree sex offense. My thing is, how did he even become a police officer? This is what I I don't understand. In three months before he was arrested, what took so long? I mean, any regular civilian get those type of charges, they're going to come after you right away. My thing is, with the history that he had beating up inmates with his father, this is a family thing. So that alone should have kept him from becoming a police officer. Don't they have things called psychological examinations where they go through your history and the way you think and they ask you questions with a fine-tooth comb in order to detect any any quirks or any any hang-ups or anything that would stop you from performing your duty as an officer properly? What happened to that? Did he have some kind of inside hookup to get past that? Because if you're capable of doing something like that, trust me, you sit down with me for a minute and I'm going to pick up that something's not right. So there's something wrong with this. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm not going to be really long. But I'm going to throw this out there, you know, not because this just happened in that area of Washington, D.C., near Washington, D.C., but to me, like organ theft, where they're stealing the organs of of black people, that is something that's highly organized. This is just a thought. Bear with me. That's highly organized. You don't have the crackhead who can change your brakes for cheap. You know, I got a couple of organs in the refrigerator. He doesn't have that capability. He doesn't have that uh, uh, ability, okay? So we know it's organized. It's hospitals. Now, with these girls missing, all of these girls, these black young girls missing in the Washington, D.C. area and around it, 
it's highly organized, right? How can you have so many people missing and you have police officers that patrol the neighborhoods all day, every day? And you mean they don't see anything? I mean, look at it this way. I'm a bus driver and I'm up and down the same streets every single day. Whether you want to know it or not, you begin to pick up on the rhythm of the neighborhood. You begin to see who leaves their house at what time, what they wear on certain days. And you're not trying. You're not stalking people. You're not mentally uh, making any effort to retain this information. It's just something that happens. So with police officers, you might live in that neighborhood and see the cop, but understand that, that police officer is paid to be in your neighborhood all day long. So he might know a lot more about that neighborhood than you do. So what am I saying? I'm basically saying that I feel that the police department has something to do or has knowledge of our young girls being taken. And the disregard that they have for us as a people, if they know that they're being taken to a concentration camp or, or an area where they can be used for their organs or used as sex slaves or, or, or used for their melanin or used for whatever, we tend to think bizarre things like this can't happen. But this is America. Don't, don't fall into a false sense of security. Thinking that, well, as long as uh, I can watch a reality TV show on my phone or on TV or engage myself in some type of mental escapism, that everything is all right. We stick our head in the sand too much. What makes this man brazen enough to be, you know, to be able to have sex with a fifth, first of all, 15 years old? You a grown ass man at 27 years old, a police officer who probably has a few ladies checking you out because they have a fetish for a man in a uniform. The brother, no homo. He's not an ugly guy. He's a handsome young man, but he's ugly on the inside. He's a monster on the inside. And that's the daggone thing about us as a people. We trust too much. I'm not saying the 15 year old girl did. I'm just saying that. We'll look at a person like him and say, oh, he has his stuff together. He's a police officer. And we don't know what's under all of that. And not to go off on another rant, but down here in Orlando, Florida. In the Orlando Police Department. We had another officer, a, de a detective, Angel Burgess, who forced the young girl to have or perform oral sex on him. And he was very aggressive. And this guy knew her from a prior case that he dealt with. And so it was nothing sexual, but she was very friendly. And what I heard in the street is that she's just a friendly person. She'll give you Christmas cards and birthday cards. And she's very attractive from what I heard. And this guy showed back up to her place. She came out to the car and, and she's talking with him or whatever. And she, he, he pulls out his penis and says, Hey, jerk me off. Sorry for the, Length, but this is what he said A detective with so many years On the force I mean this is crazy So anyway He kept pushing her head down She said she didn't want to do this She was kind of scared You know she was like upset She was frozen So when he, she, he pushed her head down And she did it for th about 30 seconds And when he, when, he, when he Let go of her head She stopped and pulled away he called her up later on after he after she got away and said uh, something to, to the effect of don't talk to me again. Um, I hope you're not going to or are you going to report me or something like that? And she did.
let me read part of this other article. Chief Assistant uh, State Attorney Deborah Barris sent a letter to Orlando Police Chief John Mina on Tuesday saying there is sufficient evidence to prove without a reasonable doubt that sexual activity took place. Sufficient evidence to prove without a reasonable doubt that sexual activity took place between Detective Angel Burgess and his accuser. But there was no proof the activity was coerced or forced. So you mean this dude ain't going to get in trouble for that? You, you can, they know that you did this on duty and you're not going to get in trouble for that? So they're signing off on, on, on a rapist, on a molester. Who, on duty? I mean, off duty is just as bad for anybody. You don't force a woman to do what she doesn't want to do. Yes, she she did 30 seconds of that because she claims that she was scared. Now, somebody can argue with me on that, but let's put that aside. Whether she wanted to do it or not, man, you did this on duty in a patrol car in uniform. There's no proof the activity was coerced or forced. So now you don't get charges. So could you imagine the young men across the country? Oh, let's let's go to uh, Orlando and become a police officer. You can get blowjobs on duty, and that's one of the perks. This is a twisted world, and people wonder why many of us do not trust the police. It's ingrained. This is, it's been this way since the beginning of time. But like I said about the other case, I believe that the police departments across the country know what's going on with our missing children, and I believe that they have a hand in it. They are part of it. That's my feeling. I don't have any proof. But there's so many crooked cops out here that are in the street all day long. And you mean to tell me that no one sees anything at all? Shame on you. And when you get your just due, my heart won't be broken. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com. And follow Skurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Skurve.